the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This will not take the pressure off that terrorist group. I'm very confident that this administration's efforts to crush ISIS will continue. He was a guest on ABC TV's This Week program. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is pressing ahead with plans to try and win parliamentary backing for his new Brexit deal as the European Union considers his grudging request for an extension to the looming October 31st deadline. Johnson sent an unsigned letter to the EU seeking a delay as required by law, but followed with a personal letter indicating he does not favor another extension. It's now in the hands of the EU. This is SRN News. Some things pair together perfectly. Hot cider on a cool fall day. Liberty and the First Amendment. Chocolate and peanut butter. This Tuesday, experience another fantastic combination. Dennis Prager and Larry Elder. The War for America's Soul Tour is nearly sold out. Only a handful of general admission tickets remain. Visit am1280thepatriot.com and reserve your seats today. This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. The best and longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities is right here on The Patriot. Join Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson of the Northern Alliance Radio Network every Saturday and Sunday afternoon at 1, because each week the NARN brings you the best in local, political, and conservative talk. It's the NARN Saturday and Sundays, 1 to 3, right here on The Patriot. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Increasing clouds with a temperature in the low 60s. And we've got Hour 1, Brad Carlson show of the NARN starting right now. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. There we go, AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. As always, we thank you for tuning in on this uh, beautiful fall afternoon. Uh, boy, what a perfect weekend. I, I love fall and this weekend where it's been mid to upper 60s and the sun was shining. It just, uh, wow, uh, as good as it gets. And, of course, uh, the Vikings are playing right now. So if uh, uh, we understand, some of you might not be listening live, and that's perfectly fine. Hopefully, uh, you, if you didn't listen live, you're listening to this via the podcast right now. But uh, regardless, we appreciate uh, your support. Uh, a lot of different items to get to. Uh, I want to... Weigh in real quick. You know, I've I've talked a lot on this show about my uh, affinity for sports. I'm as big a sports fan as they come. And whenever politics and social issues and sports kind of intersect, those, uh, those that's kind of in my proverbial wheelhouse, I guess you could say. And I talked at length last week about the NBA's business relationship with China and how uh, a couple of weeks ago now, I guess it's been, that there, uh Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey sent out a tweet showing support for the protesters in Hong Kong. Of course, these are citizens who yearn for freedom and to be out from under the iron fist of the tyrannical Chinese government. And Daryl Morey just tweeted out a photo. If you remember, he tweeted out a photo, uh, something along the lines of standing with the people of Hong Kong, those who were literally putting their lives on the line 
demanding freedom and, and liberty in that region. And the tweet got immediate backlash because, of course, the NBA's re- business relationship with the country of China, specifically a lot of uh, millions upon millions of people in the country are, are fans of the NBA. And, of course, given that uh, the Chinese government is a communist government, they can kind of control how much exposure the fans get. And because they realize the fans yearn for the NBA and its products and its and its sport and, and what have you, then they saw a lucrative opportunity here. So the NBA, of course, wanting to seize that market, would negotiate a billion-dollar deal, uh, Commissioner Adam Silver, a billion-dollar deal with the Chinese government to you know, broadcast some NBA games on Chinese television, also have the NBA go over there uh, this uh, past month to play a couple of exhibition games for fans over there to kind of whet their appetite for the sport. Of course, players uh, that uh, have uh, products which they endorse look to get into the Chinese market because it it lines their pockets. Well, this tweet sent out by Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey uh, kind of alienated a little bit the, the relationship with the NBA in China. Now, you got to remember the Houston because it was the Houston Rockets, it took on even more resonance because the Houston Rockets are by far the most popular NBA franchise in the country of China for obvious reasons. They brought Yao Ming over to the Houston Rockets in the late I believe it was late 90s early 2000s and because Yao Ming obviously born in China, certainly the favorite NBA player of all time out of China. No, no, I, I don't think that's uh, splitting hairs, or I don't think that's going out on a limb by saying that's the Chinese all-time favorite NBA player. You know, their own native countrymen. So the Houston Rockets are the favorite franchise of of Chinese people. Well, when a when a employee of the Houston Rockets tweets out something that runs afoul of the Chinese government, obviously they're going to act accordingly. So this kind of caused a big ripple effect. Uh, we talked last week about Steve Kerr, coach of the Golden State Warriors, You know who never met a uh, political issue he didn't wish to opine on. He was all, he's been very critical of President Trump and pr- the American government's handling of, uh, of the Second Amendment. He, he's not a big believer in, in uh, a law-abiding citizens owning firearms, given by some of the things he's said. But yet when asked about this, he's like, well, yeah, you know, I'm not really that well-versed in the issue. I'm going to kind of hold off on it. And then when he was pressed about it again later that week, he kind of said, well, yeah, sure, China has its own human rights abuses, but we need to address those in America. Like, you know, no one asked me in China about a uh, a guy with an AR-15 mowing down people in a mall. So Steve Kerr equates Chinese people who yearn for freedom and liberty that are getting shot by police or thrown into prison camps or having their organs harvested or if they're a member of the Uyghur religion being thrown into re-education camps, he equates those human rights abuses with some kook mowing down people in a mall in the United States of America, which is just asinine, to, to put it mildly. And I think it was Abraham Lincoln who had the the admonition that I'd rather be silent and assume to fool than to speak and remove all doubt. Well, we fast forward to this past week uh, to LeBron James. And Eric, if we have that audio clip of LeBron James ready, I uh, want to play that in a little bit. So LeBron James was uh, asked about uh, Daryl Morey's tweet because when the uh, ramifications of this occurred, the Lakers, along with the Brooklyn Nets, were a couple of the teams over in China when the backlash started to occur. Specifically, these NBA teams were sitting in this swank hotel and they were watching the banners of their players and their franchises being torn off the arenas. And they saw the logos of the sponsors of this trip being buffed out of the hardwood floor in the arenas because the Chinese obviously don't take too well to any dissent. Okay, so because an employee of the NBA tweeted support for the protesters of Hong Kong, the dissenters of the Chinese government, of course, that rankled the the Chinese government. So when LeBron James was asked about this situation, uh, this clip's about 45 minutes long. I'll play this clip and then I'll have some comments on it again. This is L.A. Lakers superstar LeBron James reacting to Daryl Morey's tweet. 
we, we all talk about this freedom of speech. Yes, we all do have freedom of speech, but at times there are ramifications for the negative that can happen um, when you're not thinking about others and only, you're only thinking about yourself. So um, I don't believe, uh, I don't want to get into a, a, word, a, a word or sentence uh, feud with Daryl. Because you'd lose. Um, with Daryl uh, Morey, but I believe he wasn't educated on, on, on the situation at hand, and, um, and he spoke. And uh, so many people uh, could have been harmed, um, not only financially, but physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, so just be careful what we, what we tweet and we say and what we do, even though, yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be um, a lot of negative that comes with that too. Okay. So that's LeBron James. A lot to unpack in that statement. Um, let me start off with uh, um, first the insinuation. I've got the quote right here where he says, uh, we have freedom of speech, but there are nav- uh, ramifications for the negative that can happen when you're not thinking about others and you're only thinking about yourself. Uh, Daryl Morey tweeted support for the protesters in Hong Kong, protesters who, again, are literally putting their lives on the line when they say they want freedom and liberty in that region. And the Chinese government has flat out said that any dissent will be crushed in the streets. So you have these protesters being shot at point-blank range by law enforcement officers in China just for dissenting and for wanting freedom. And Daryl Morey, an employee of the NBA, an employee of the Houston Rockets, which again is the most popular franchise in China, uh, I don't know if he fully appreciated the consequences that would have come from this, you know, where China might have been rankled by this criticism. But I don't see how LeBron James saying Daryl Morey was thinking of himself. What does Daryl Morey get out of tweeting support for protesters in Hong Kong? What is, what what benefit does he get out of this? Uh, nothing. If anything, it's the exact opposite. His league and his franchise is hurt by this. Because, again, the Houston Rockets, there was this infamous picture that was circulating around online. Again, the Houston Rockets logo was prominently displayed in this arena, and you have this employee of the Chinese government painting over the logo. Okay? That takes some doing, knowing that the Houston Rockets franchise is the most popular in China, but, again, the Chinese government doesn't really care about the sentiments of the people. Okay? Because you had an employee of a team that was critical of their government. So that, that, that statement didn't make a lot of sense. That's just incoherent that LeBron would say Daryl Morey was doing it out of selfishness and then saying he was uneducated. Well, uh, I, uneducated, there are people, again, being shot in the street for protesting. There are the people of the, of the Uyghur religion being thrown into re-education camps because that's not the religion that the state wants to subscribe to. And then you have political dissidents that are having their organs harvested just for the sin of dissenting. What's there to be educated about? If that's really what's going on, then wouldn't we agree that that's not a good thing? So this idea that LeBron is questioning another person's education on an issue when it's been very apparent what's going on in this country, uh, I, I just, again, stupefying. Now, where I will, where I do have some sympathy for LeBron and, and the other players that were there, LeBron mentioned that uh, people could have been harmed not only financially, but physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Uh, okay, that I understand because these players were in the air flying to China when this tweet came out and the backlash was happening. And it was only when they were sitting in their hotel that they see these banners being torn down in a hastily, in a hastily manner. Okay. That could probably raise a little concern because again, these are, this is a government that's been known to throw visitors in, into, into jail for just saying something, saying something wrong about the country. Okay. Remember the three UCLA basketball players a couple of years ago that got uh, busted for shoplifting, okay, and were thrown into a, a jail in, in China, all right? 
So yeah, I I now again that was a literal crime. Okay, you don't that shoplifting is a crime in any country. Okay, it's just some countries deal with it more harshly than others. I get that, but if NBA players even look cross-eyed at the Chinese government, okay, there could have been some serious consequences. So, I to a certain extent, I have an appreciation for LeBron saying, you know, okay, it could have cost us spiritually and financially, but. Uh, I'm going to hope that LeBron, when he says, you know, well, yeah, we could have been harmed not only financially, but physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Well, um, I'm going to hope that he is woefully ignorant of the literal physical and emotional harm being heaped upon the pro-liberty crowd in Hong Kong. Because to compare the plight of multi-multi-millionaires, which these NBA athletes are, and in some cases, LeBron's probably worth, uh, close to a billion-dollar athlete, given his not only his NBA salary, but most, more specifically his, his endorsement deals. So this idea that you're going to compare your plight of being a tad lighter in the pocketbook, again, isn't even in the same stratosphere to being shot at point-blank range, having organs harvested or anything like that. So the way he conveyed that came off as incredibly tone-deaf and just, and just elitist is all it is. So uh, when we come back, we'll uh, discuss a little bit more of this, and we'll take your phone calls as well at 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. I'm Jan Markell, helping you understand the times. We've got breaking news out of Israel, where the prime minister and president are making an announcement. The Israeli president, Reuben Rivlin, has just asked Benjamin Netanyahu to attempt to form the next government. Isn't it strange that the two nations that stand in the way of the globalists, America and Israel, have election issues? In Israel, Bibi Netanyahu has not had a decisive victory in two elections. And in America, we have election turmoil as well with progressives pushing impeachment. Those wanting a one world system cannot stand the two democracies who literally stand in the way of globalism. Someday the Antichrist will overpower all nations and will install his one world paradise for just seven years of hell on earth, the time of Jacob's trouble. For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org. If you have cracked teeth, missing teeth, or old, wobbly dentures, you've probably thought about getting dental implants. But when you checked around, you discovered that many places charge a lot of money, $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a tooth. Well, it's time for you to check out ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 a tooth, including the implant abutment and crown, plus your consultation with the dentist is free. Standard x-rays are free and we offer very convenient financing. Why do we call it Implant Miracle? Because with implants as low as $24.99 and other places charging so much more, some people say that being able to get affordable dental implants is a miracle. For more information on how you can save money on dental implants and get a beautiful new smile that you can actually afford, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. Come on into the Rack Shack's new Egan location and wrap your taste buds around the Patriot Burger. Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, here with Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue. How are you liking that new Egan location? Oh man, Egan is wonderful. We have so much more space and a dynamic center that allows us to better serve our in-store customer as well as our catering clients. You know, Keith, our listeners love the Patriot Burger almost as much as the Patriot. It's a brisket and chuck half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly flies out of the top of the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for twelve eighty. Get it, twelve eighty? Best burger in the USA. You really have to try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue's new Egan location. We're just a mile east of Cedar Avenue on Cliff Road in the heart of Cedar Cliff Center. You'll love our new digs. Come and see us today, or join us at RackShackBarbecue.com. Rack Shack Barbecue. Man, man. 
Welcome back, Cam Twelve Eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That's the number to call. And if you want to use hashtag Narn Show. Feel free to do so. Just use hashtag N-A-R-N show via Twitter if you'd like to comment on any uh, items we discussed today. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, continuing where I left off with LeBron James weighing in on Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey tweeting support for the protesters in Hong Kong. And, of course, the NBA players felt the backlash while in China uh, with Daryl Morey's tweet. Obviously, the Chinese government doesn't take too kindly to dissent of any kind against its regime. And they responded accordingly. Now, uh, the L.A. Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets were able to play its game uh, in front of a sold-out crowd in the arena without incident. However, it was it, it's kind of kind of bizarre and a little surreal because they did notice that the floor, the hardwood floor, was a little rough in the areas where they buffed off the sponsor logos. I mean, that's was what government run, uh, what communist government does. Okay. And this idea that Daryl Morey is some, was somehow uneducated, in LeBron's words, for speaking out against a, a brutal regime like the Chi-Coms is it's just uh, it's stupefying. But uh, there was one other quote that I want to weigh in on that LeBron said. He uh, indicated that, um, you know, we, uh, just be, we just be careful what we tweet and what we say and what we do, even though, yes, we do have freedom of speech. There can be a lot of negative that comes with that, too. And it's interesting someone like LeBron James would say that because LeBron James, obviously being a tremendous admirer of Martin Luther King Jr., as we all are, uh, posted to Twitter a year and a half earlier a quote from the great MLK that says, Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter. So wouldn't that, wouldn't the fact that freedom of speech that could potentially bring a lot of negative, well, according to MLK, that was a good thing. I mean, he he accepted that responsibility. Like, look, if I'm going to be uh, vocal on things that matter, yeah, there's going to be some drawback, and yeah, there's going to be some some short term pain, and and yeah, the ramifications of the of what we're marching for or advocating for at this particular time in our lives, you know, MLK fully accepted. He may never see the fruits of their labor and their advocacy. Okay, and sadly, he he didn't. He he started to see a little bit of it, but not nearly as much as came down the pike years later. But my point is. Uh, it should be worth the risk of the negatives that come with free speech. I mean, if there if there is any chance that these people in Hong Kong could, you know, at least get some sort of moral support from us. You know, a lot of them are carrying American flags, for crying out loud, because they admire what we have in this country. And by the way, just as an aside, has anybody had their jerseys burned more than LeBron James because when he decided to take his talents to South Beach in the summer of 2010, when he announced he was leaving Cleveland to sign with the Miami Heat as a free agent, that a lot of Cavs fans burned his Cavaliers jerseys. Well, now there were some people in uh, Hong Kong that were burning his jerseys when he uh, basically called Daryl Moore when he wasn't showing support for Daryl Morey advocating for the protesters in Hong Kong. Okay. So, yeah, it's just a, a difficult situation all around. And here, here's what I talked about a lot last week, is that the NBA was willing to be the most progressive, uh, most forward-looking and forward-thinking league of the four professional sports leagues. Obviously, the NBA, along with Major League Baseball, National Football League, and National Hockey League, these are the sports leagues that get the most notoriety in this country. And the NBA prided itself on being the most forward-thinking, the most progressive. You know, they spoke out on a lot of uh, LGBTQ issues. We're a big advocate for the community. We're the ally. We're big allies for this uh, for that community. Um, they've been very critical of President Donald Trump, and they've also 
been a big advocates, you know, for uh, obviously Black Lives Matter. The uh, vast majority, the majority of the athletes in the NBA are African American, so it stands to reason that the Black Lives Matter movement is one of which they're going to be very strong advocates for. And obviously, the the rash of police shootings were unarmed black men and and, and, and sometimes black women being shot by police. Okay. Sort of, a, sort of a misappropriation of justice. So all that is, is fantastic. And, and the league is a strong advocate for free speech. But apparently, and ESPN reported on this, there was a players-only meeting with Commissioner Adam Silver where they were discussing the fallout from Daryl Morey's tweet. And LeBron said, well, how come Daryl Morey is allowed to skate by where if one of the players did this, one of the players tweeted support for Hong Kong and these kind of this kind of fallout occurred, uh, the player wouldn't get by so freely. To which Adam Silver, to his credit, pushed back and said, absolutely not, that is not true. We have stood by your side every step of the way. Some of you have been the most, most vocal critics of President Trump, particularly LeBron James, flat out called President Trump a bum. Okay? And the NBA... Didn't find James, didn't reprimand him or anything. Well, now all of a sudden, LeBron James says, "Ah, you know what? I'm gonna gonna kind of take a break from politics. I don't think we need to weigh in on on, on every uh, single issue." So all of a sudden, LeBron James, who was a big advocate for Hillary Clinton for president in 2016, even was there uh, endorsed her at a rally. At uh, I think it was a what's the name of the arena? Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland. You know where LeBron's was LeBron's home arena at the time. Okay, and again he was uh, a, a big supporter of the Black Lives Matter movement, which you know certainly understandable. So he was more than willing to be as politically active as he possibly could. But here's the key point: there were no ramifications there for uh, or repercussions for being politically active, for supporting Hillary Clinton. I mean, in this in Cleveland, now granted, uh, President Trump, Donald Trump won the state of Ohio in 2016, but Cleveland, particularly in Cuyahoga, Cuyahoga County, that's a Democrat stronghold. So there was no risk of LeBron James endorsing Hillary Clinton right in the city of Cleveland, right in Cuyahoga County, one of the bluest counties in the United States. And most of his fans are are, are Democrats to begin with. So... Again, no risk, no risk at all. And the fact that he built a school to allow kids who are living in inner cities that might have an opportunity to quality education but show potential if they were just given an opportunity to have a better education. So LeBron James builds a school, and these kids are getting a, a better education than they might get in the public school system in some of these inner cities. Okay? These are all... Very acceptable, noble, worthwhile causes, and one and and causes which are going to heap praise upon him. Okay, but the the millisecond it comes to where it might cost them a little bit in the pocketbook, or it might cause them criticism or short term pain, all of a sudden they're they're hot house flowers. They kind of shrivel away, and to me, that doesn't show. Any real conviction at all? I mean, what was, what was the what was the Nike slogan that Colin that when Colin Kaepernick kind of became the the spokesperson for for Nike? It's uh, something along the lines of "Stand for anything, even if it means sacrificing everything," or "Stand for something, even if it means sacrificing everything." This is something that Colin Kaepernick, former quarterback in the NFL, could relate to well because he started to kneel during the 2016 season during the national anthem because he wanted to bring attention to causes which were very near and dear to his heart, particularly uh, the uh, police brutality and ra- racism in certain communities. He wanted to bring attention to that. So when he knelt during the national anthem, obviously that got people's attention, say, hey, Colin, what are you doing kneeling during the national anthem? And it allowed him to have a platform, and obviously being a, being a part of the NFL, which is wildly popular, an even bigger platform, to advocate for these causes. Okay, And as a result, after the 2016 season, Colin Kaepernick hasn't played in the NFL again. Now, it doesn't take an Einstein to put two and two together. Yeah, he's not getting a job, not even getting a workout because uh, that was a very, uh, very hot topic and fans didn't like that. 
fans didn't like seeing NFL players kneeling during the national anthem. You can say whether the fans are right or wrong. I'm not here to get into that particular debate. But the point is, is that the NFL owners saw the backlash that this was bringing on. So Colin Kaepernick, he stood for something, and it cost him his career. But uh, like I've always said, what's he missed out on the last few years? Not getting head injuries by being a quarterback in the NFL? And he's making more money being a Nike spokesperson than he's probably ever made during football. So really, did Colin Kaepernick really sacrifice anything? Yeah, your mileage may vary. Got a few more things to talk about about this issue, and here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. It's me, Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Are you ready to make some improvements to your home? Maybe plush new carpeting or beautiful wood flooring? How about worry-free, waterproof, luxury vinyl plank flooring in your bathroom or basement? They even have a huge variety of affordable kitchen cabinets and countertops to choose from. When you're ready to start looking, Serenity Home Interiors can help. With their spacious 4,000-square-foot Burnsville showroom, they have thousands of combinations to match your dreams and your budget. Plus, the friendly professionals at Serenity Home Interiors are here to help you every step of the way. Serenity was founded on providing you with name brands you can trust, service you deserve, and pricing you can afford. So whether you need full-service interior design, a new floor installed, or you're a do-it-yourselfer and just want to purchase what you need at a great price, Serenity Home Interiors has you covered. Call today for a free no-pressure, no-obligation in-home consultation and estimate at 952-303-4033 or visit shi-mn.com. One size fits all. It's the biggest lie in the world. Not true for clothes, not true for closets. But most so-called custom closet companies actually use prefab sizes. They just sort of fit all spaces. Closet and Storage Concepts custom builds your design in their shop, so it fits like a tailored suit. You can choose from a huge selection of materials and finishes to reflect your personal style. And because they custom build, they can also outfit your garage, mudroom, craft space, or any other space. Visit closetandstorageconcepts.com. Did you know that 81% of Americans have at least one social media profile on sites like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram? 30% of consumers say they may not buy from a business without social media presence. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Salem Surround can put your company in the middle of the conversation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Welcome back, Cam Twelve to the Patriots. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. As I'm closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming, you can check out my friend and colleague King Banyan on our sister station, AM fourteen forty, The Businessman. It's the King Banyan Show Saturdays, nine to eleven AM. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg in these very airwaves. AM 1280 The Patriot. He is the headliner edition on Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. I am the closer, closing out weekends, Sundays, 1 to 3. And here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. Also, feel free to weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. If you want to see an example of an NBA player who is literally uh, putting something on the uh, putting something on the line, his life in danger, 
and it, and it's more than just harsh words of criticism. Uh, look at look no further than Boston Celtics center Ennis Cantor. Uh, he is a native of Turkey, and he wrote an op-ed uh, a little over a week ago, basically saying, "Hey, I'm not going to be silenced over Turkey." And obviously, President Erdogan is uh, not above throwing people, in, dissidents in, in prison for dissenting from his leadership. I'll read a little bit. This was, a again, an, an op-ed that Ennis Cantor wrote in the Boston Globe. Uh, Go to your father's mosque. You're a traitor, yelled one of the protesters who, co- who came to harass me as I was leaving a mosque after my Friday prayer service in Boston last week. As an outspoken critic of author- authoritarian President uh, Erdogan of Turkey, it's what I've come to expect. As soon as my fellow Celtics teammate Taco Fall and I left the mosque, several people, apparently sympathizers of Erdogan, called me names and harassed me. Other worshipers defended me at an hour when we celebrate peace and say prayers. This is not an isolated incident. It came less than two weeks after Turkish ministers gathered with members of the Turkish community in New York where they bragged about canceling my events and chasing me down in the United States. Turkish ministers encouraged them to keep it up. One of the participants mentioned the name of the mosque I frequent for a Friday prayer in Boston, prompting praise by Turkish finance minister Barat al-Bayrak, who is Erdogan's son-in-law. So it wasn't a surprise when pro-Erdogan people began gathered, uh, people gathered outside my mosque to harass me. Constant pressure by Turkish consulates across the United States, as well as pervasive and continual harassment by the government in Turkey, has so far failed to stifle my dissent. As they increase the pressure, I raise my voice. I won't be deterred. They're wasting their time. How can I stay silent? There are tens of thousands of people, including teachers, doctors, members of the judiciary and military, lawyers, bureaucrats, journalists, and activists, in prison for years just because they're not diehard followers of Erdogan. Hundreds of babies are growing up in small prison cells with their mothers. Democracy today is on life support, if not dead, and anyone who speaks up faces prison time. I'm immensely blessed to be in America. This country has given me so much since I came here from Turkey as a teenager, and I feel obliged to give back to the community. I spent the summer crisscrossing the nation, holding 50 basketball camps for kids in 30 states. It has been a pleasure to see kids learning team play and leadership while having fun. Immediately after the horrible mass shooting in El Paso, Texas, where 22 people were killed, I held one of my basketball camps in the grieving city. My goal was to send an unmistakable message to those who promote hate and to stand with the people of El Paso at a time of difficulty. This is how we triumph over evil. Planning these camps is no easy task. While my basketball camp had been scrambling to hold one camp after another, Turkish diplomats were busy calling and intimidating venues to cancel them, including the one we planned in Boston. Basketball is my escape. Wherever I am on the court with my teammates, either practicing or playing a game, I focus entirely on basketball. If I were to bring any of these conversations to the court, it would be very selfish of me. But as soon as I step off the court, these questions come to my mind. What can I do for the innocent people of Turkey who are suffering? Am I doing enough? How can I raise awareness? Professional athletes have an enormous opportunity to be a source of inspiration for the younger generation. Lead by example and prove to them that as long as you stand up for what you believe in, everything is possible. I'm looking forward to giving my best to the Boston Celtics and enjoying this new chapter of my NBA career with people in this great city who have welcomed me warmly. I have a prominent platform, and I want to use it to promote respect for human rights, democracy, and personal freedom. For me, this is bigger than basketball. Being a champion of tens of thousands of voiceless people in my home country carries a risk that includes death threats and arrest warrants. Earlier this year, Turkey issued an Interpol red notice to hunt me down for being a terrorist. I was humbled by the overwhelming support I received from fans and public figures. This is what motivates me to keep going. I would languish in prison if I were in Turkey. Being apart from my family and friends has taken an enormous toll on me. But nothing good comes easy. 
I want to thank everyone, including politicians, government officials, journalists, activists, other public figures, and fans for standing by me during this challenging period. It encourages me to keep it up, and it gives me extra strength on the court. I have been receiving death threats for years now. This is the price I am ready to pay if this is what it takes for stand, to stand up for what I believe it's right. It's worth it. Now contrast that to what you've heard from Steve Kerr or LeBron James. I mean, Ennis Kantner right there echoed support and love for this country, for freedom and democracy in this country. Yet if you listen to Steve Kerr, what happened in in El Paso, Texas, as uh, Ennis Kantner alluded to, the mass shooting down there, that's on par with a tyrannical government, again, putting dissenters in prison camps or physically torturing them. So so what a what a welcome contrast. And again, this is you talk about standing for something, even if it means sacrificing everything. As of right now, Ennis Cantor can't step foot back in his country, his home country of Turkey. Can't do it. And he's he's talked about how he hasn't seen his family in number of years. I think he I think he had put out a tweet recently indicating that uh he hasn't seen his uh, he hasn't seen his family. I think his father has been um in uh let me see if I can find the tweet. Yeah, here it is. So here's a tweet that he put out last week. I haven't seen or talked to my family in 5 years. Uh my dad is in jail. My siblings can't find jobs. My passport has been revoked. Uh, I have an international arrest warrant. My family can't leave the country of Turkey. I get death threats every day. I get attacked and harassed, and they attempted to kidnap him in Indonesia. And then he says in all capital letters, freedom is not free. Okay? If you want to talk about standing something, even means sacrificing everything, okay? LeBron James, you know, and again, I'm sensitive to the fact that players may have felt physically intimidated by the fact their likenesses were torn down off of banners on the side of this arena in Shanghai. I'm not dismissing that. But at the end of the day, they don't want to talk about this particular issue now that they're back in the mainland, okay, because it might cost them a few dollars in the pocket. But LeBron James probably has more money than he can ever spend in his lifetime, okay, in the 15, 16 years he's played in the NBA plus all the endorsement deals, he's got to be close to a billion-dollar athlete if he's not there already. Yet because Daryl Morey's tweet might cost the NBA a few bucks, all of a sudden they're all indignant and say, well, we're going to stay away from politics, or, well, America kind of needs to look at its own warts. But Ennis Cantor doesn't see it that way. Why? Because he's actually been through it. He's lived through it in a country like Turkey and what is happening to his family and friends in Turkey right now. So you want to get these virtue signalers over here, like like Greg Popovich is another one. He was all he's all too willing to criticize Trump and to criticize this country's gun laws and and said, well, I think Adam Silver is a better leader than President Trump. Adam Silver, you know, he he said that uh, he's all for free speech. Okay, what about the situation in in China there, Pop? Okay, because Greg Popovich was was talking about how how weak Trump looks next to leaders like Kim Jong Un or or Vladimir Putin or President Erdogan of Turkey. Conveniently left out was President Xi of China. Why why do you suppose that is? Why do you suppose Popovich conveniently left that out? Could it be that Greg Popovich has been a smug blowhard all this time? Perish the thought. So kudos to Anis Cantor for for everything that he's had to endure. And he realizes the freedoms we have in this country. Now, the people who are running this country are are the ones who are, are that are causing the chaos. Okay, you know the the old saying goes is you know this the this the freedom and democracy that we have in this country and the liberty that we have in this country would would be absolutely perfect. We're not for the people messing it up, right? But that but that in its, of itself is a greater point. You know, we are allowed to to say things that we say, even if there are negative ramifications for it. But the, the, the answer to it, as I've said a hundred times on this program, isn't suppressing speech. It's more speech to override what is negative speech. 
And that's what Ennis Cantor is proving here. He's willing to stand for something, and he's not going to be silenced. And he realizes, you know, it could possibly, you know, I hope it doesn't come to this, obviously, it could possibly mean his physical well-being being harmed, or worse, even death. But he's willing to stand up for that. And to that, I applaud him. And that's that's a great example. This is someone that uh, we should definitely keep an eye on and look as an ambassador for free speech and being willing to stand for something, even if it means sacrificing everything. One final segment this hour with me, Brad Carlson, the closer right here. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Terrorism, economic uncertainty, nuclear instability. The United States faces many global dangers nearly every day. While it may seem like our biggest threats are beyond our borders, we face even greater risks against the U.S. Constitution and the rule of law here at home. Radical socialism, illegal immigration, social infighting. These dangers plague the bedrock of this great nation. We are facing a war for America's soul. And now is the time to rise up to protect our conservative ideals. Join AM 1280 The Patriot on Tuesday, October 22nd at the Crown Plaza Air in Bloomington for the War for America's Soul Tour. With Dennis Prager and Larry Elder teaming up, you will be equipped with intelligent answers to assaults from the far left. The War for America's Soul Tour is nearly sold out. Only a handful of general admission tickets remain. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-11 to 85850. Like most Minnesotans, Standard Heating and Air Conditioning loves the fall colors. The oranges, reds, yellows, and now, thanks to Standard's Fall Into Savings Sale, you could be seeing a lot more green this fall. As in saving $1,600 or more when you get a new high-efficiency furnace installed by October 31st. In addition to saving $1,600 or more, a new furnace can help cut your heating bills every month. Since 1930, over 500,000 Minnesotans have trusted the reliable experience of Standard Heating to keep their families in comfort all year round and for years to come. Read some of the 13,000 unfiltered online reviews and see why your neighbors have relied on Standard's high level of service for generations. Then find out how you can rake in at least $1,600 in savings on your new furnace during Standard's Fall Into Savings Sale at standardheating.com patriot. That's standardheating.com patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Comfort you deserve. Welcome back, Cam. Twelve eighty, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson. Here to take your phone calls at six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag Narn Show hashtag N A R N Show for any comments or questions. As always, thank you for tuning in. I want to get to the story before the end of the first hour. Uh, Senator Richard Blumenthal, a Democrat out of Connecticut, and this is, uh, by the way, from thehill.com, said Tuesday he plans to introduce legislation that would make threats and attacks against news organizations a federal crime. What we have to address is the continued threat of physical violence, whether by guns or other means, against the press that may intimidate them in their vital news-gathering operation, i.e. the uh, arm of the Democrat party. (laughs) Excuse me, uh, Blumenthal said, at a news conference. 
It is a priority for me to protect news gathering operations, no matter what their form, and the act that we're proposing would in fact establish a federal crime when someone threatens or attacks anyone doing fact gathering or news operations. That is the purpose of this bill. Um, Close circuit to Senator Blumenthal. Has he ever read the First Amendment of the Constitution? Where it talks about uh, that the that there shall be uh, no laws prohibiting freedom of speech, press, assembly, and the right to petition, and they style and freedom of religion. Okay, there are already laws in the in the First Amendment protecting all of those areas, particularly freedom of the press. So this seems incredibly redundant to me, but we know what this we know what this is. This is this is merely in response to President Trump and his constant chiding of the media. And because President Trump rips the media, uh, this causes some some of his more uh, radical supporters to go after the media and maybe uh, elicit threats. And that's not acceptable. I, I I concur wholeheartedly. But aren't there already laws in the books where you can't threaten bodily harm against someone? Why, why are journalists a protected class here? Okay? What, why is it, you know, look at the threats of violence people at pro-life rallies receive or people who are marching on behalf of the Second Amendment or those who will write uh, opinion pieces on how the trans movement is a fraudulent movement. It's more, it's people dealing with a mental illness rather than, feeling a different gender, okay? I'm not saying whether I agree or disagree with that viewpoint, but my point is that certain religions are under attack just for believing what they believe. I mean, for goodness sakes, at the Democrat debate a couple of weeks ago, a week and a half ago, whenever it was, when Beto O'Rourke basically said that unless churches support the LGBT movement or, or gay marriage, that unless they bow kneel before the almighty deity that is government, they're, going to, they're being threatened with their tax-exempt status. Okay? So if, if, we're, if we're going to make the press a protected class, what about certain religions? Okay? And again, what about certain people that assemble? You know, the pro-life rally that takes place on Washington, D.C., every uh, usually around January, February time frame on the anniversary of Roe versus Wade. It's one of the largest sustained rallies that has been taking place for decades. Yet, go go to one of those rallies and see how some of those people are treated and how their lives are threatened. Okay, so that this this, this doesn't this doesn't make any sense to me. This seems overly redundant. There are already laws in place for people that are physically attacked or are a victim of assault and battery. There are already laws in the book. This just this just seems very redundant. And again, this is just a very transparent attempt by a far by a leftist senator like Senator Blumenthal to make the press a protected class because the vast majority of media members are Democrats. So you know, gotta gotta protect those gatekeepers, right? And again, this is more in response to a knee jerk response to apparently there was a, a video, uh, a fake video surfaced over uh, last weekend. It depicted President Trump shooting, stabbing, and assaulting media personalities and political opponents. Uh, the video, which was first reported by the New York Times, features the logo for Trump's reelection campaign and was played at a conference for his supporters at his Miami resort last week. Well, unless President Trump endorsed this or unless he was present at this rally where this video where this video was shown, I, I don't see how this is anything but a bunch of let's call them what they are drooling idiots uh, concocting some sort of ultimate fantasy it's disgusting to be sure but why give it any pl- more publicity than it deserves it doesn't deserve any it doesn't deserve anything it's just a bunch of kooks underground but yet this else this becomes kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy because you elevate this to a major news story where it's blasted over every every major media outlet whoa oh my god this is a scandal yeah because you elevated it to that don't give these idiots any more attention than they deserve you honestly think that the vast majority of Trump supporters would endorse or condone something like this? You're nuts. But again, this is what it's in response to. This is this this is this is quintessential uh, leftist Congress right there. They they take some incident 
and it's elevated by their media lapdog members to be this national scandal, and they can respond by trying to make more laws. And, and, and again, they're just redundant. And they make the media a protected class, okay? But if, but if you're really all, and, and again, media already, it's, there's already freedom of the press codified in, in the First Amendment. But yet, if a Christian church, like I said, continues to speak out against LGBTQ issues and gay marriage and abortion, all of a sudden they're being threatened with their tax-exempt status. So it seems to me uh, rather interesting, and when I say interesting, I mean typical, of what parts of the First Amendment the leftists really want to emphasize here. And in this case, it's their gatekeepers in the media, because I think the figure is, what, about 80%, and that might be generous, of media members who support Democrat candidates typically in in, in elections. So, again, uh, this is just a more of a symbolic thing than anything else to try to, try to bring forward and bring attention. And, you know, they can use it as a chanting point. They'll bring it up for the Senate, and obviously Republicans will view it as, as what it is, is just— is, something that's redundant. There's already laws in place to protect people from assault and battery so that we don't need any more redundant laws. They say, well, look at that. The Republicans don't want to uh, protect media members that are under threat of bodily harm because their guy Trump speaks out against him and, and his supporters then uh, lash out at them with uh, threats of violence. It, it's all predictable. And it's all a cynical ploy, and we, and, and we see it for all that it is. So uh, who knows uh, where it'll go? Like I say, it was introduced by Senator Blumenthal because Republicans have the majority in the Senate. Uh, I don't know that it'll get much play other than Senator Blumenthal's grandstanding here because that's all it is. It's really all it is. So um, whatever the case may be, I don't uh, I don't see it going uh, going much of anywhere. But if the Republicans, you know, they wanted to waste time like Democrats do, they can um, come forth with a bill and say, well, you know, allow. Uh, 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 Second Amendment supporters or pro-life supporters to march in peace and any threats against them, that should be met with heightened penalties. See how far that would go. Wouldn't at all. Uh, hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. We've got a lot to catch up on. Yeah, there was another uh, debate amongst Democrat uh, presidential candidates. That's not my closing music. What's going on, man? Closing time by Semisonic. We're working on it. <laughs> M1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. There we go. i got to stay in my routine, otherwise I'm completely thrown off. Hour number one in the books, hour number two, coming back in mere moments with me, Brad Carlson, AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back in mere moments. Closing time. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Have you heard about ImplantMiracle.com? It's the local dental office where beautiful, top-quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 per tooth. Why is that such a big deal? Because when many other places charge $4,000, $5,000, even $6,000 per tooth, our price, as low as $2,499 per tooth, is a great, great deal. Plus, at ImplantMiracle.com, your consultation with the dentist is free. Standard x-rays are free. And if you don't have all of the money on hand right now, come in to see us anyway, because in most cases, we can provide very easy, very convenient payment options to fit your budget. So please, please do not overpay for dental implants. Instead, come to ImplantMiracle.com, where dental implants are affordable. You're going to love the way they look and feel in your mouth. For more information, please see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. American 
you're cleaning up your food production facility and you're in charge of sanitization, American Pressure is the right place for you. We know that if you aren't clean, you can't make product. From food-grade oil and pumps to custom products to clean conveyors, we know your application. Water savings, reliable equipment, and quick support are just some of the reasons to call American Pressure. Find out more at AmericanPressure.com. Timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WW.